in the Lord we are one happy family in the Lord no matter where we go oh. it's Christ that we uphold we are one yeah. we are one
Thank you, Holy Ghost. So you need me, I need you. And together we will stand. Because we are one. Happy family. In the Lord. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And this brings us to my message on relationship and how to trust God for the right partner. And um, as you can see, the song fits into the message that is being preached to let you know that uh, we are one in the Lord. Father, I give you glory for giving us this great opportunity to come and hear your undiluted word to bring uh, solutions unto us. I pray and I'm asking that the will be done. Speak to as many as you can this evening. And I pray for that solution that many are in need of. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. And thank you very much for joining. 
as I'm teaching, you can be typing on the chat platform. And um, I believe that it's going to be a blessing right after the meeting. I'm going to start reading some of the messages that have been typed over there. It's going to be a wonderful session as the Holy Spirit is, have, is here with us and we have fellowship with him. When you read the book in uh, Acts chapter 2, verse 42, the Bible says that, and these believers who were saved spent time in the doctrines of the apostles, in the breaking of bread, in the fellowship with one another, and in prayer. And so it's a very great thing for us to have fellowship with one another. Just as I was saying, and just as we heard, we are one happy family in the Lord. And so um, as believers, one of the most important things that I mean, um, we all need to give attention to has to do with relationship. <laughs> My spiritual father would say that lesson is in someone's pocket. And so know how to relate with people. You know, relationship as a general is a broad thing. And when you read the book of First Corinthians chapter 12, I think from verse, uh, probably verse 26 thereabouts, yeah, Bible speaks about how um, the, the Christ is um, the head of the church and the body is as well. We are the church and the church is the body of Christ. And um, the Bible uses the body to explain the church. We have the arms, we have the legs, we have the uh, intestines, the organs, the tissues, the cells, all these things, I mean, make up one, which is the church, with the head on top, which has the eyes to see, which has the brains, which happens to be Christ, the head. And so when you look at all this, you realize that the body cannot function without a part missing. You cannot function very properly with one arm not there. You may not be able, you will not be able to function properly with one leg not there. And that means that there is so much power in unity, especially in the body of Christ. We need each other in the body of Christ. And that brings us to that message or that topic relationship. That means that with the body, you realize that the arms relate. The brains work with the arms. The eyes work with the body. The brains work with the body. Before someone will do something, the brain has to think about it or the brain has to function properly for the person to do it. That is why when you go to the hospitals, you realize that people who have brain dysfunctions usually become paralyzed and are not able to do things you know so it's very important for us to the body to relate with each other so the same way the body relates with each other that's the same way in the house of god in the church we must relate with each other it's unfortunate that in our generation today the arm is fighting against the legs i hope i know you understand what i'm saying yes the mouth is refusing to take the food into um, the passage through to which it will enter the food the mouth is refusing to take it i won't eat 
and the, 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 the tummy is hurting because the mouth has refused to take in the food. Yes. And so you realize that the body of Christ, we need each other to be able to function properly. If the mouth is not there, it will be difficult for the stomach to acquire food. And if the stomach is not there, it will be difficult for the mouth to also take food for the food to digest. That means you always throw up. So every part of the body relates with each other. And that is the same way as Christians, we must relate with each other. I'm talking about relationship in general. But then when it comes to relationship as well, or even the body of Christ as well, there is this part that, I mean, stick together. Okay. And this part, when you come into the house of God, the body of Christ, we normally term it as the marital aspect, where Bible says that a man will leave his father's home and go and take a woman to the woman and be with the woman, and together they will become as one. So you realize that even in the body of Christ, we have this one living. Despite the fact that um, in the world as well, the world also has a body. Understand it. But the world's body is full of confusion. So you realize that in our world as well, there is this thin relationship, which is not really relationship. It has a different agenda. It has a different plan. And many people have mistaken the things of the world to the things of God. Understand that God established marriage. Marriage, which happens to be a ministry or an institution, it was established by God from the beginning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so let me get that scripture um, for you. Where the Bible says in the book of Genesis, chapter 2, verse 24, that for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother. You can take your script, your Bible and read, please. We, there's, a, there's a teaching service. I'm getting somewhere with this. And I want you to follow me very well, please. Genesis 2, verse 24. Bible says, for this reason. What reason? And that is where I will start from. Bible says in the book of Genesis, chapter the number 2, verse the number 20 to 25. Bible says that he, Adam, who was he, gave names to all the livestock, all the birds of the sky and all the wild animals. The Bible says that still there was no helper just right for him. And so you realize that uh, when it comes to the question, who is the right partner, there are so many things that come into play. And the first one that we can see clearly is that Adam was giving names to all livestock and all birds of the sky and all the wild animals but still was not having someone that he could call a right partner because uh, all the animals uh, were having their relationship of its own kind. The lion have it in its own kind. A male lion, a female lion. And Adam will name them. We have a male um, zebra, a female zebra. 
We have all these things. But then Bible says that Adam, who was actually giving them names, did not have one that he could also call a helper to work together with. And so who is the right partner? Adam, Bible explains that helper just right to I got to understand just right for him no helper so i got to understand from this that uh, the right partner appears to be the helper that god gives please i hope i'm speaking well and so as a believer and as a child of god it's very important for you to know the right partner your right partner should appear to be a helper not a fighter not an adversary you can't be in a relationship with someone who is a fighter, a commando, or an antagonist, someone who opposes you in everything. Bible says that Adam was not having a right helper for himself. And so I have come to understand that in life we need helpers. And even in relationship, the person that is supposed to be with you or the person that is deemed or quoted to be the right partner must be a helper. Women, men, don't enter into a relationship that appears to be that the person you are in the relationship with will not help you in anything that you are doing. It will be of great harm or threat to you. You'll never be excited. You'll never be happy. Imagine you are in a marital relationship with someone and everything that you are doing, the person is not helping you with it. How it will feel? Just imagine. I'm not saying it has happened, but imagine that your wife or your spouse, husband, is not a helper. He doesn't help you in anything. So as a woman, you have to cook. You have to dress the children. You have to take them to school. You have to uh, feed them. You have to do everything. You will never be excited. And even as I'm speaking, we have a lot of marriage relationships, a lot of marriages and a lot of relationships that you see these things happening. Am I communicating? Oh, if I'm communicating, I want you to type something on the chat platform for me. Encourage, encourage. Let the word be interesting to you. Then we come to verse 21. After Bible explains that Adam did not have a helper just right for him the helper that was right that means the helper was right for him yes bible says in verse 21 that the lord so the lord god caused the man to fall into a deep sleep and bible says that while the man slept the lord took out one of the man's ribs and closed up the opening bible says the rib was taken out of man brought to the man out of the man and god used adam's own rib to bring a woman to him and what does this tell me it tells me i mean there is something that people use normally say my missing rib my missing rib my missing rib yes everyone needs that rib that missing rib to make himself or herself complete so the right partner is that missing rib that makes your life complete without that rib your life is not complete and that is why it's important for everyone to understand god did not create 
a man as single. So stop saying that I can choose to be single the rest of my life. I mean, well, you can decide not to marry anything, but it is not a good thing for you to be single as a child of God. You need someone in this life. Understand that you would definitely need someone. Stop saying that, oh, um, I have God. And so far as I have God, there is nothing that I need. Then you start giving scriptures. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. You shall not want what? You would definitely need a helper. If you want money god will send someone to bring you that money if you want a car god will use someone to bring you that car you definitely need someone to manufacture that car for you to buy and use you definitely need that mason to help build your house for you you definitely need that doctor to help you uh, 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 get your sickness rate off you need someone what i'm saying is that you need someone and so in the relationship aspect, uh, you realize the Bible says God took the rape out of man and he used it to form a woman and he brought the woman back. And he said, take, this is your missing rape. Someone say my missing rape. Somebody say my missing rape. Where is your missing rape? <laughs> Show me your missing rape. Where is your missing rape? And then we continue to verse the number 22. And the Bible says, then the Lord God made a woman from the rib, and he brought her to the man. Verse 23. At last, the man exclaimed, This one is bone from my bone, and flesh from my flesh. She will be called woman, because she was taken from man. And so we can clearly see that Adam makes a statement towards God and towards himself that, Ah, this one I have seen is the bone of my bone and is the flesh of my flesh. Listen to me. Adam did not go and take an animal. Adam did not go and take an animal and say, this animal is the bone of my bone. Adam did not take another man to say this man is the bone of my bone because we are men, so it's the bone of my bone. So I have to. God did not give Adam Steve. God gave Adam Eve. What is this thing that in our world today, even men of God are accepting and embracing man marrying man, man marrying sheep, man marrying a dog, woman marrying a dog. I heard some time ago that in Germany, there was a woman that got married to the dog. And when the priest was standing before them, the priest asked the woman, do you take this so-so-and-so dog? As your beloved husband, and the woman said, Yes, I do. And then he looked at the priest. I, I can be, some people can be insane. Oh, a priest, like Adrena Dahin. What are you thinking? A priest looks at a dog and tells the dog that, Do you take this woman? Like, example, do you take this woman, Bridget, as your beloved wife? And then they said that in the congregation, he realized that the, the dog was not talking. Everyone was staring at the dog, including the priest and the woman. And all of a sudden, the dog shouted, uh, the dog barked, wow! And they all perceived that the barking, the woe barking that he did, meant yes. And they all started clapping. This is the world that we are in today. That people will not prefer to have another one uh, that will call a missionary, a bone of my bone. And a flesh of my, prefer to go and marry a dog. Eesh. Mercy. So in this, I will say that the right partner appears to be the one that best fits 
your life. Adam said, the bone of my bones and the flesh of my flesh, which means uh, this particular person was fit for Adam's destiny, for Adam's calling, for Adam's life. Ladies and gentlemen, I have good news for you. Don't choose someone that does not fit your life. Choose someone that best fits your life and your destiny and your calling. Man, as a Christian, don't go and someone in the world who is a prostitute and say that this is the best fit for my life. Don't go and marry someone because you are saying that the person has big hips and they can, they, uh, you cannot find any as such in the church. You won't divorce early. And that is why sometimes you, I mean, in our world today, I mean, the generation today, I mean, it's understandable. Where, I mean, it's advised that if you want to marry the man and the woman must sit under one pastor and must be in the same church. It's the best way so that they hear the same message and be transformed by the same message. It's understandable. I mean, it makes sense. Yes. You know, so number four. Then we go to verse, the number 24. Then Bible says that this explains why a man leaves his father. So this is what I was saying earlier on. That this explains why a man will have to leave his... What explains what I just shared with you? It explains why a man will have to leave his father's father and mother and is joined to his wife and the two are united into one. And so other verses will say, they shall be one flesh. They shall be one flesh. So that right partner is the one that you become attached to. You become one with. You stay together with. It is not come and live in my house. Let's test each other and see. So that later I come and marry you. Then you born one before they marry. No. God says that they will be joined together as husband and wife. United as one. Which means that once they marry, that is it. They are one. And nothing separates them. You hear married people getting married. I mean, in front of the altar saying, Till death do us apart. Don't go and stand before the altar and say, Till death do us apart. And the next two weeks, you will come and say that, I am tired of this marriage. Why? Did you not have eyes to see in the first place? That is why you need to know who the right partner is. Shine your eyes. Know what is right. <laughs> so they shall be one flesh. They are joined together. And you see, that is why I will say this. It's not advisable for two people to have relations with each other intimate relations with each other outside marriage there is something we call the soul tie because once someone gets into that relation with another person is believed that they have become one in the spirit and one in flesh one man of god explained something very interesting i want to share with you and he said that when someone has had sex with another person that spirit has joined together to become one. And if they leave each other, it does not change them not being tied together. 
and so when that person who is or maybe a guy goes to have another relation with another lady what it appears to be or even goes to marry someone what it appears to be that the woman has not just got married to the guy but the woman has also got married in the spirit with the relay the guy who has had relations with other people so it's no longer the woman marrying it's not the woman marrying one person the woman is marrying different people in the spirit so you can see a woman who is married to about five <laughs> five women in addition to the man in the spirit it's very very dangerous yes see and that is why it's very important that before you enter into marriage you deal with that thing so tight you deal with that thing spiritual marriage spiritual bond you deal with it before you enter into marriage so many people enter into marriage and they are not happy there is confusion and they so they don't understand all they say is that i want to file divorce do you know the spiritual thing behind it do you know that do a background check check the reason why that thing is happening that is why it's very necessary marriage counseling and all these things prayers and these things some people will never understand it this way but it's very important because bible says they shall be united together once you have contact with the person you and the person's spirit are attached together and you are united with the person no matter what you do you are connected still connected to the person until you break it or god himself comes in and then we come to verse the number 25 where bible says now the man and his wife were both naked somebody said they were both naked <laughs> oh somebody typed they were both naked but Bible says, but they felt no shame. This is wonderful. Um, I believe so many of you here have never, never given a thought to this particular scripture, this part. Bible says, they were naked. That means that they knew, that, uh, probably, 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 yes, they were naked. They saw it and they knew, but they were not ashamed of their nakedness. It was when they found themselves in sin, that is when they recognized that, ah, and they felt ashamed, they went to hide themselves. But before... They were connected and united by God and didn't, have, didn't feel shame in their nakedness. Don't marry someone and then the next thing is that, hey, you are ashamed of the person's nakedness. You are married to the person. Why are you ashamed of the person's nakedness? <laughs> it's only when the person is not your wife or your husband that you say, oh, well, it's a shame. That is why, I mean, it's believed that when someone is caught in adultery, someone is caught in fornication it happens to be a shame because they are naked it's a shame they are doing something out of the will of god but when it's in the will of god there is nothing like i'm ashamed of your nakedness if you have married a woman and you are sleeping in the same bed with a woman the woman is snoring that's the woman's nakedness don't go out there and go and expose her you guys are together if the man has a problem don't be ashamed you chose to marry the person so you shouldn't be afraid, ashamed of the woman's nakedness. Before you would marry her, you knew. Before you married him, you knew. That's what I'm saying. You must know who the right partner is. The right partner is the person, which is the last one, of whom you are not afraid or ashamed of his or her nakedness. Am I communicating here? Yes. Then you go and marry her. <laughs> And then on, on the bed, you begin to put your hands on her head thinking that, oh, it was natural hair. Then you realize that, ah, you are touching some, some, some uh, flat thing, some flat thing. 
Then he realized that, ah, it was just wake, Sakura, the woman is Sakura. <laughs> hey! Malahadabaha. It has happened before. I'm saying it's a, it's a story, something that happened before. The man got married to the woman, saw the woman, I mean, in an airplane, said, ah, this woman is beautiful with all her makeups and everything. After they, they married, they entered into the room. Ah, the man came to lie on the bed. Ah. This is a different woman. <laughs> the man shouted in the night, midnight, when, she, when he woke up, he was about to fire. He put on the light and said, hey, Jesus, another woman. <laughs> it was the makeup that deceived him. Beloved, you must know who you are going to marry. <laughs> yes. So we, looking at this passage, we can clearly, I mean, identify some few things to at least talk about who the right partner is. Now, let us look at some problems, okay? The next point I'm talking about is claiming a meat. Some problems with Christians or human beings as a whole when it comes to relationship now in mark chapter 11 verse 24 what does the bible say the bible says that i tell you therefore whatsoever thing you desire believing that you receive them it shall be yours Hush! the prophet said it shall be mine oh so ato is mine Ato belongs to me. I claim Ato as my husband. Hey, Makoro Sakra Talabaha. Mondelebe Ato is mine. I take Ato in the spirit. I take Ato in the spirit. I take Ato, 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 Ato. You are mine forever in the name of Jesus. Hey, Ato is yours. <laughs> this is a big problem. Why is it a big problem? I realize that. Looking at this context, Jesus was not talking about overriding. You can see he wasn't talking about overriding another person's will. God will never force something just because you, you desire it. Yes, you have seen the person. Hey, you are claiming the person. What if the person doesn't want you? What if the person does not like you? What if the person does not have the same feeling as you are? I want to share with you, my spiritual father once preached from this scripture. And he said after he preached, he said, it shall be yours. When you desire, it shall be yours. A woman came to his office after the meeting and said, Pastor, from the scripture, you said that whatever we desire shall be yours. And he said, yes, my daughter, it shall be yours. When you believe, it shall be yours forever. God is saying whatsoever, whatever. He said, whatever. He said, have you seen, the woman said, have you seen this man? I mean, it was me working in the church. The name is Mr. So so and so. And he said, Oh, yes, yes, this married man. And he said, uh, Pastor, I want you to help me pray because I want that man. And my pastor said, A married man? He said, Yes, Pastor, but you said that whatsoever you want, it shall be yours. That's what Jesus said. Um, someone's, someone's husband, someone's husband. The woman has started claiming. Hey! That's why you see. The people over here, or those who are yet to sin, 
Never ever say that you, your husband is going to this church and you are going to that church and you understand each other. You'll be there and your husband will be claimed by someone and you'll be sitting at home cooking jollof and your husband will come home and he will not eat. He will come home and say, oh, I'm fasting. Meanwhile, he has gone to eat at the woman's home. Yes! We have all kinds of people. If <laughs> we have different kinds of people. I'm telling you, the way people think, and this is where the problem is, because someone has become very desperate to the extent that he, 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 she doesn't even care whether the person is married. So far as the man will put ring on, on her hand, that is all that she's looking for. Whether he's married or not, I don't care. All I want is I'll take pictures and the person is claimed as my husband. You are claiming someone that you know does not belong to you. Yes? And you see, I've come to understand out of this. Look at this point. that Claiming a mate is not faith, but it's presumption. Yes? Now, when you look at the English dictionary, according to the word presumption, according to the word presumption, presumption is a big difference from faith. You understand me? When we talk about presumption, presumption is like an idea. You imagine an idea that is taken to be true on the basis of probability. So you see the man based on how you think and based on how you feel. That because he has six packs or 12 packs or 19 packs, so that is the dream man. And that will be the happy marriage. That when everyone sees the kind of man who is uh, six feet tall, very muscular, everyone will begin to say, yes, that's the man. Yes, you have married indeed. Or you see that woman with all the hips and the, the bum bombs and the breasts and all the beauty and the makeups and the eyelashes and the beautiful hair. You say, and then in addition to that, the woman is a rich woman. She has a car. She drives Mercedes Benz. Sometimes she changes it to Tundra. And so, yes, everything fits. Presumption is not faith. Oh, yes. It's an imagination, an idea, that probability, this one is mine. Yes. And some even go as far as taking it to their dreams. Yes. They take it to their dreams. Oh, I, 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 I will say it again. They take it to their dreams. <laughs> I recall one time someone called me. I won't mention the person. And the person was telling me about how she has been dreaming about this guy. And uh, she has been praying about it. Like, Charlie, this guy that I've been dreaming about. I haven't mentioned anyone's name for you to begin to say, hey, is it me? Is it no? It's not you. I beg you. I haven't mentioned your name. I'm dreaming about this guy. So I think God is revealing to me that he is the one. He is the one based on the dreams you are having, based on your presumption, based on what you are assuming, based on your idea. The probability is high, 90% high that he is the one because you have been dreaming of him. Uh, listen to me. I quite remember that during those times, some years ago when I used to have a music ministry, I had a music ministry 
from high school coming out of school, I mean, the university. And I mean, this lady by the name Debbie, someone say Debbie. <laughs> this lady, I mean, she was nice. I mean, not, not, not so extremely beautiful, but she was nice. One day I had a dream. And in the dream, I saw that someone was telling me that she's the one. I took it upon myself. And I said that, oh, Malahaka Sadaba. God has shown it to me. God has shown it to me. Today, I don't even know the whereabouts of that lady. I cannot even tell where the lady is. So imagine that I had followed my dream, uh, dreams, not, not the fate, but the dreams that, oh, she is the one. What would have happened? So you see, this is where the problem is that people have this presumption, assumption that, oh yeah, he may be, she may be the one. She may be. Why? Because she has the hips. Yes, when she wears that uh, 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 trousers, oh, then everything uh, will, will, will come out very well. And when I see it, I said, oh God, my God, this is the one. Malahakasa. You add tongues to it. <laughs> I beg you, the tongues will not work. <laughs> yes. So you see, looking at this problem with people, I mean, I, I realize that I'm, I'm come to share some of the problems, okay? There is a right way and wrong way to go about finding a mate. And most of the times, people go with the wrong way, with this presumption and everything. So you look at the fact that people act in a certain way because of certain reasons. And therefore, my next point is why people act the way they do, especially when it comes to relationship. Number one, beauty. My God. This is God sent. An angel of light. When I see her, my God, then goosebumps. Malahakasadaba. I quite remember I was in a relationship so many years ago. And the lady, anytime I put my hand on the lady's shoulders, then I begin to see this kind of, you see this goosebumps, pimples, multiple pimples. And then she'll tell me that anytime I touch her, then goosebumps all over her. She doesn't know why. <laughs> all over her. When I see her, then I will come. I will come on. Then my hormones will rise. Then my spirit man will rise. Then I feel like praying well. I feel like worshiping well. You feel like worshiping well, worshiping well when she is around. And, and, and you see, some of you even go as far as when she is around, it's not like this, you know, you can't worship because you are imagining and thinking about her, seeing her, and oh God, I don't know what to do. Listen to me. It's not about the beauty. You have, have seen a lot of people, I mean, some of you, we will not say that you are so extremely beautiful outside you are, you carry it all. But when we look at you, 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 you have your own character. You have your own nature. And let me tell you something. There is someone that fits, best fits you. I'm telling the truth. There is someone that best fits you. Yes. 
there is someone that best fits your likeness. Oh, yes. There are some people, they are beautiful inside. Yes. And let me tell you something. God will never give you. It's like you buying a car. And you're saying the car is beautiful. Then you buy the car and the car starts giving you problems. The car is beautiful. The car is so extremely, extremely posh. It's, it's nice. It's nice. It's nice. Then you buy the car and then you are not interested in a car again because there is a new car that has come and the car is wilder than that one. The same way, you will also see there are some people, they will buy this one car and they will enjoy using that car. They don't want to use any other car again. We have some of us, we have our parents like that. They have this car, they enjoy using, they don't want to change that car. You see them taking that car everywhere. They, they are just used to that car. Yes, but why? Because they have found their beauty in that car. That's the same way I'm saying to you that that guy or that woman may not be your fit because you think that person is beautiful. You are deceiving yourself into thinking that way. It may not be so. There is this statement that is made that all that glitters is not gold. Not all that glitters is gold. Other, other ones to say, appearances are deceitful. Then you go and marry that woman and you realize that the woman cannot cook. Meanwhile, you know that you ask for you. You, ask for you, you like food, you pay Janet. Then what? What? <laughs> I quite remember a story of this man who got married to the woman and the man invited his friends. The friends came to the house, said, my wife... Is cooking nice food. The wife went to cook food. Hey, palm nut soup. They they put their hands in the in the in the soup. Put their hands in the mouth. Engineer came. Salt has passed over. Too much pepper. They put it in the starter coffee. <laughs> and the woman did fight. The, the man was very very quick to save that marriage because. I believe that if the man had acted something, eh, the, that would be the beginning of their, their divorce. The man was, was like, Oh, Ajua, Ajua, Inchini, Inchini, oh, Inchini, Echem. The man took it upon himself and said, that, Oh, the food that I cooked, the salt passed. The salt was too much. The man took it upon himself to avoid disgracing the wife. I know that there are some of you. It would have been different. What kind of shame have you brought to my house? Hey, Ajwa! You scream all over. <laughs> oh, yes. You will scream and let everyone know that Ajwa does not know how to cook. But the man saved the situation right there and then. Took it upon himself that he was the one who cooked the food. If not, that, that would have been the end. So I'm telling you, don't let beauty deceive you into thinking that this is. Listen, there are a lot of women who are very beautiful. They have bad attitude. There are a lot of women who are very extremely beautiful. They don't know how to do anything. They can't cook. They cannot cook. Common egg. The whole kitchen is full of smoke. And that is when you see that it's not all that is beautiful. That is gold. Number two, money. People have this perception that, oh, 
I need a rich man. I mean, prosperous. I cannot be a lazy man. I cannot be a poor man. Ah, look at me. Like, my, my body does not fit a, a distance. Some quite despite will fit me. You know, yeah. Some Bill Gates like kind of person will fit me. You know, yeah. <laughs> Chasing after money. Oh, I cannot marry. I cannot. I cannot. Yes, it's true that probably you may need a man that is well to do, but you cannot be in a relationship based on that need. Money. So what if you marry the person, the person has money, and later on you find or you figure out that that person is a fraudster? What will you do? That person is all over news, and I mean the police are searching for him that he's a fraudster. And now they have to come and search for you. What will you do? And you see, many people are led astray because of money. A lot of ladies have lost their virginity because of money, money, money. I quite remember this guy who was in a relationship with a sugar mommy. <laughs> Someone say sugar mommy. Someone type sugar mommy. Not knowing that the woman will have sex with a guy and then take the guy's spams for rituals to get money and bring it to the guy. So one day, a prophet of God saw the guy and said the things to the guy. Prayed for God, the guy. Elegant student. So you see, that thing is not the money. Oh. It is not the money. This thing that you are praying, praying God, let the person be rich, get money, get money. You are not doing it the right way. You might get the money, but you will not find the job. Yes, yes, yes. The guy is buying you the car. The guy is buying everything. But what is the truth behind all these things? Why is the guy doing all these things? Ask yourself that question very well. Is the guy in just to take something from you? Side check. Or whatever that it may be. And then after that, to dump you. Number three. Pressure. Oh, this is one of the biggest things that we are seeing in our world today. Everyone is in a relationship, so I have to be in a relationship too. Am I lying? Everyone is dating, and it makes me self-acquired, self-actualized. I mean, when you're in a relationship, you become self-actualized, and that's the big deal. You know, that's the ish. You know, that is what is in town now. When you're in a relationship, you are self-actualized. Please, you are deceiving yourself. You are deceiving yourself. better for you to be single and wait for God to bring the right person than for you to be in a relationship where your face is a boxing nothing kind of used for this thing. Your face is used for a, a, a boxing training. Yes. It's serious. Oh, pressure. Pressure. Yes, 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 yes. All my mates have guys who are are, are rich guys they have their guys have money their guys are working and everything so as for you today i've left you i've broken up with you i need a guy who is self-actualized really self-actualized really he's coming to buy a car for you you sit in the car the next two days you get accident you have been used for ritual that is what you want really 
all my friends are having this so i need to have it all my friends they are guys they like partying they like celebrating them their birthdays you buy cars i mean the ladies the ladies are hot 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 ladies and i have to get a hot lady not this lady that wears this long skirt and i mean i mean this lady that i mean you look at her crowd the english is bad and everything like please 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 let us think All these things you are looking for it because of the lust that you have because of the pressure yes number four <laughs> it's getting interesting speech oh he's so gentle in his speech the last time i got to realize snakes are very gentle in their ways the last time i got to realize snakes are very gentle in their ways and so be careful of the person you are saying very gentle in the speech the snake bible says he was very crafty very very gentle in the speech very very crafty oh baby i miss you baby oh sweetie i know that i love you you are all that i want one month later heartbreaks heartbreaks you love the girl because the, the girl will come and put her, her, her hands on your sakura head. And when he's, he's rubbing her hands, her soft hands on your sakura head, and everything, baby, baby, I love you with all my life. Please, can you do momo for me? That means the girl loves you. Aye! So can't you shine your eyes and even see that it is the momo she wants and not your sakura head? <laughs> Lila just needed something secret, and that was the end of it. She needed something strength and something's hair. Listen to me, gentlemen. There are some ladies, they are just taking your strength from you. What can make you a great man? They are taking it away. Ladies, there are some men, they are just taking your pride from you. What can make you ladylike? They waste your time and make you feel like you are good for nothing at the end. Forget the speech and concentrate on the right person. Oh, the next one, crowd here. Yeah. Sheep. You are looking at the six packs. Whoosh. God. So some ladies will intentionally go to the pool side. And go and observe the men and say, I like this one. I like that one. This one is mine. Oh, this one might be mine. Then they take the person. Go and ask the person's name. Take the person to uh, the pastor. Pastor, I have found the man. The man I believe God sent. Please pray for me that I will get the man. Because this year, I have to marry. I feed you. This year, they have to put a ring on my hand so that my enemies will know that me too, I can be wedded. Hey! Appearances are deceiving you. The shape. Oh, me, I don't want a chingling style. That's not my type. I want the ones with the big, big sides. Every side is big. Once I marry, I marry once and for all. I don't need to go and cheat. You are deceiving yourself. If you cheat, you will cheat. (laughs) 
it is not the bonbons. It is not the big, big things. I'm telling you. It's not the body. It's not the shape. I recall speaking to someone. <laughs> My God. Hey. Pastors, we hear things so. <laughs> speaking to someone, the person, I was asking, oh, how is this? So, so, and Mr. So, so, and so. And I was like, uh, and I was like, don't worry. He'll come and propose to you. I was like, mm, yeah, pastor. And, and I mean, I realized that the person was telling me in person. But the way the person said it very fast. I was like, hmm. Yeah, let's pray about it. I just, just that. Um, he said, she said, I'm praying to God about it. Just that she's short and I'm tall. I'm tall like that. <laughs> and then immediately she said that she said something else. And I was like, you said he's short, eh? <laughs> just that she, he's short and I'm tall. So I'm thinking about it. But let's pray to God. I know that God will do. <laughs> he's short, eh? <laughs> Yes. But listen, it's not about the height. No, no, no. It's not about the height. Oh, the guy may be short, but may be the best that you can ever find in this world that will fit you. I'm telling you the truth. Yes. There are a lot of relationships and marriages that are breaking. They are breaking. And if a short guy can stay with you the rest of your life, won't you be okay? Oh, no, 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 no. Short, yeah, it's not my type. It's not my kind. No, no. God cannot do this to me. <laughs> God cannot do this to me. I rebuke it. I rebuke it. No, no, pastor, 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 you once said that what you see is what you get. So I am seeing and imagining that tall guy. Yes, yes, like a b-ball player. That is the one. That is the one. That is the one. You go and check. The guy is having so many girlfriends aside. And you are one of the side chicks. You are number 72 on the list. <laughs> Jesus. The shape can deceive you. The next one I'll say is background. People use background to act in that way. Oh, he's from a rich family. Oh, his family, there is nothing wrong. I mean, there is no problem. I mean, you, you see that he comes from a well-to-do family. His family is not this uh, Alacha family, this Apotro family. No, 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 no. His family, they have a good family, rich family. And I believe that if I entered into this family, they will not worry me that much. Who said it? Who said it? I see his background. I mean, his background is clean. Who said it? You. Go and ask people who have entered into relationships because of background and see how they were more treated. You see, you know, people, people regret. People regret. At the end of it all, like, I didn't know that this is what I would have entered into like I would never have entered into it. You wanted it, you got it. Now you are complaining. The next one, virgin. Oh, this is for my guys in the lake. 
oh no 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 i have to marry a church girl all the other ones were side chicks oh so you are done with the ones the side chicks and now you want a virgin to marry <laughs> you yourself you are not a virgin but you want a virgin to marry <laughs> or because you are a virgin so you want a virgin man to marry a virgin woman to marry listen there are some women who are not even virgins they have even divorced there are some men they are not virgin they are even divorced but they are matured in their ways and like with them you can stay with them and i mean you will never ever have problems i'm telling you it's not about the fact that the person is a virgin virgin but cannot cook virgin but does not know how to talk virgin but is too new and full of pride virgin but does not know anything to do any 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 does not know does not know how to do anything so let's be careful of the way we assume things presumptions in our acts now looking at this i've come to realize that it's very very important for us to rely on God. Of course, when you read the Bible in Proverbs chapter number 3 verse 5, the Bible says that trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Acknowledge him and he shall die. Trust in him and lean. Your own understanding, your presumptions, your assumptions will deceive you. But trust God for the right partner. And I came to realize that it is not what we are praying for, but how we pray. That is the problem. You see, this same Mark 11 verse 24, where he said that whatsoever things that you desire, do you know this same passage can bring to you the right partner? But the problem is how you are praying it. You are looking for someone who does not even want you in the first place. Why don't you pray like, God, please, I know I need a husband to marry, but I'm entrusting myself into you that you bring me the right partner. Then that means you are giving it to God for God to bring you the right partner. Not that you are being selective and choicy because of certain things that you so desire and you are looking for in a person. Listen to me. God knows the thoughts and the plans. He knows you more than you know yourself. Yes. And you see, I have written over here that God knows what we need 10 years from now. Listen, 10 years from now, you'll be surprised that what you wanted now, in the next 10 years, you don't want them again. I'm telling you. You want them now because you are so excited. And in this time, the things that you're looking for, that is what you're looking for. There were some, some years ago, I used to like watching cartoons. I don't watch cartoons again. I really loved watching cartoons, but I don't like watching cartoons. There is a this this time you may like the hype, so hyped party kind of guy, but in some years to come, you'll be sick and tired of such things. 
So what you really need 10 years from now, it may not be what you even need now. That is why you need to entrust yourself and entrust yourself that God will bring to you the right partner. It's things you deserve believe that you receive them and that does not mean that you must take that advantage to pray and miss and pray anyhow based on your last and based on how you feel you must pray to god and trust in it in him yes it's true it's true that you need the right partner you you need a partner sorry it's true that you need a partner but you must understand that without the right partner every partner is a mistake Without the right partner, every partner is a mistake. You can put this down. It's a revelation. Without the right partner, every partner is a mistake. Some of you have entered into relationship and later realized that ah, say some things like ah, we didn't know you are a Say an animal's child, a boobiba, animal's child. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Ask yourself, will you be able to live with this person the rest of your life? With this kind of extravagant lifestyle, will you be able to live with this person? A time is going to come. You would have to have, you need to have a life. You need to build for your children to also come. Will this person best fit you? A time will come. You will need someone to be a helping hand in prayer. Will this person be prayerful? My mother usually says something. Don't be with a woman who cannot be more prayerful than you are. It's a big mistake. Guys, are you, can you hear me? And women, don't be with a man who does not know God. Or have fear for God. Or does not have interest in the things of God. Does not even know anything about God. <laughs> Just recently I went for evangelism. And a visitation. And I was preaching to the person. I was like. Um, people like Peter. And I was asking him. Do you know Peter? Do you know Peter? The guy said. Was he the one who went to. Was he the one who went to kill Jesus? <laughs> that was the one who killed Jesus. And he said it in Chi. So he was so mad. He said, <laughs> And if you get a man like this in your life, Yehovah. First John chapter 5, verse the number 14. First John 5, verse the number 14. <laughs> it's getting interesting. And we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. It pleases him. When you are praying, ask yourself this question. What I'm praying about, does it please God? Is God's hand in it or is just what I want? Is God's hand in it or is just what I am looking for? I don't need your hand. I just want you to help get me what I want. 
And that's why I'm saying that God knows what we need 10 years from now. Of course, he, he does know. That's why it's important for you to entrust. I know there are some of you here, as I'm speaking, you have become very sad that uh, so probably he may not have been this guy or this lady. Yes, it is not him. It's not her. It's not him. It's not her. How do I know? I know because you did not entrust yourself into God's hands. It was after you got what you were looking for that you started thinking, is he the right one? Is she the right one? It's because you were so eager to get someone so that you would tell people that this is my man. This is my man. Make noise about him all over the world so that the world will know that you two have a man and you're about to marry. Get prepared and start buying wedding gowns and everything. And you're saying this faith is presumption. Maybe if you could have entrusted, God would have brought you the right person that you can work with. Psalm 121 verse 3, the Bible says that he will not let you stumble. That is why he, he, he knows what you entrust. He will not let you stumble. So maybe probably you have prayed to God and said, that God, bring me the right person. Bring me the right person. I'm not going to tell you that I want this, I want that. But you just bring me the right person. And yet you haven't got the right person. Listen to me. God will not let you stumble. He will definitely bring you the right person. Oh, I thought you say an amen to this. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Your desires are fighting within you. That's why. He will definitely bring you the right person. He said he will not let you stumble. The one who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he watches over Israel, never slumbers or sleep. So he knows what you need. Just entrust yourself into his hands. That relationship, yes, you are so eager. You want it. You need comfort, like a comforter. The weather is so cold. You have been sleeping alone, and now your pillow has turned into a man, a woman, please. So far as you have entrusted yourself into his hands, that pillow will one day be a man with a woman lying on it. Just entrust. That's why some people get what they want and they are not happy. They are always fighting. They are always troubled. Now let me get to the main message with then I end with it. How to trust God for the right partner. And I have here just three points. I believe some of you are asking now that, so how can I trust God for the right partner? Pastor K, you said all these things. I just want to know how I can trust God for the right partner. How can I trust God that the person that I'm with is the right partner? How can I? If it's not the right partner, does that mean I have to leave? Yes, you have to leave and trust God for the right one. Number one, wait on the Lord. Do you know the problem? The problem is people find it very hard to wait. People are impatient. James chapter 1, verse 3. Let's look at this. So, Bible says in the book of James chapter 1, verse the number 3, that for you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. Now, listen, 
let it grow for when your endurance is fully developed you will be perfect and complete needing nothing god will let you go through that trial and that test to make you patient and endure so that when your endurance and your patience grows you tend to become perfect and complete and you will not lack anything at the end of it all survive all these people that are coming your way these sweet words and all these things survive them and overcome them and endure and be patient and wait for the right person survive the pressure survive it survive the pressure survive the pressure because the pressure is leading you away people don't like others hearing that they've had their relationships ending but they rush into relationships why won't you trust god and let god bring the one wait you yourself when you wait when the person comes you know that ah no this one dear is the best fit this one god is working you not even have to fight for anything god will just be working his purpose out in his time that is it why are you rushing Such engineer he has to come and see my mother he has to come and see my father Such engineer yes yeah i have to introduce now after introduction then now he becomes a problem in your life she becomes a problem in your life then what are you doing why won't you wait on the lord and let god order your steps if he is the person you will see god's hand in it and things will just be falling in place if she is the one you will see it thank you don't you're not enjoying my message you are sad because i'm saying something you don't like <laughs> second corinthians 6 verse 14. second corinthians 6 verse 14. the bible says that don't team up with those who are unbelievers how can righteousness be a partner with wickedness and how can light live with darkness and so we have this thing that we usually say oh he's in the world but he will change oh she's in the world but i know you know you you are assuming that change you are assuming you are assuming that he will change what is the problem has god come to tell you that he will change the angel visited you and said that he will change so wait right right you see that the person is so worldly and that shows that this person will change yet you want to enter into it as a christian as a believer you want to make amends and make unity cling yourself to darkness cling yourself to wickedness see wickedness and you're saying that the person will change i will share this story with you a guy and a lady and apparently this lady happened to be a great a close friend of mine advice this lady this lady will not hear advice this lady this lady will not hear every guy that came into this lady's life you know what they say and later on it appeared to be that this lady were in shs this lady also came to the university with me and i got to hear something very sad apparently going to the university her purpose was to come to the university and then move into the same apartment with the guy she's the one paying she's a businesswoman she's doing business hair business and the, all the money that she gets is invested in the guy 
apartment. They were staying together. The guy would take naked pictures of her. And she thought it was, oh, my guy. So I'm taking it. No, knowing the guy was using it for frauding. Can you believe? Frauding. He using the girl's picture to get money from people. And he, the guy was continually telling her, I love you, I love you. When the girl came to realize this, the girl said, I'm leaving the guy. The guy lured the girl into believing that it was a big mistake he made. And the girl stayed. Now, when you think about such a thing, does it make sense? Does it make sense? You are investing. You are doing everything, giving the money, taking the guy out to everywhere. Then later you come to realize that the guy is cheating on you. And you still want to stay with that guy. No, no, it's a big mistake. It's a big mistake. I mean, God himself will not be happy. I mean, you see, the God will not be happy. Yes, God is merciful, but it will not please God. Because you are running and chasing after something that will lead you to your grave. Yes. Everything is clear that the guy does not want you. Why don't you just let the guy go? It's clear that the lady is not interested in you. He's interested in something else. He's not interested in the churches that you are going to. He's not interested in the prayers that you are praying. Why would you just leave the lady and have someone that God will bring to you that is prayerful and that will even support you? That you, even when you are not praying, she will call you and tell you, pray, 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 pray. A lady that will even be concerned about you more than you are concerned about yourself. You want a guy that will be messing around with your life. See, the problem with us Christians is that we are not patient. We are not patient. That is our problem. We are not patient. Hmm. Number two. You will change, but maybe probably it should be that by the time you will change, then you are already married. Yes, she will change. By the time she will change, then you're already married because you're not waiting on people that waste your time. People that waste your time. No, 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 no. Number two, the motive. Hey, 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 hey. James 4, verse 1 to 3. James 4, verse 1 to 3. Let your motives be right. If you, are, if you want to trust God for the right partner, then your motive must be right. Not only waiting on the Lord, but your motives but be right. James chapter 4, verse 1. What is causing the quarrels and the fights amongst you in that relationship that you are in? Don't they come from the evil desires at war within you? You want what you don't have. So you scheme and you kill to get it. You are jealous of what others have. But you can't get it. So you fight and you wage war to take it away from them. Yet you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. And Bible says that, and even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure. What will make others say, your guy is fresh. Your girl, Charlie, is hot. Kofi Odro will say, that chick is hot, but hell is hotter. 
Prophet Kofiodo, the check is hot, but hell is hotter. <laughs> and he said that you are adulterous. Don't you realize that friendship with the world makes you an enemy of God? You make yourself an enemy of God because of the wrong motives. And he said, I say it again. If you want to be a friend of the world, you make yourself an enemy of God. Why don't you choose to be a friend of God by having the right motives and going before God with a pure heart, knowing that God, I don't want this relationship because of something I need. I just want a relationship because you are my head and you are my leader and you are taking me somewhere. And I know that the person you bring my way will be the best person. Some of you, God gave you the right person. But you ignored and you took the person out with you. You over or you overlooked the person. Yes, because what you wanted, you couldn't find it in that person. Little did you know that this was the person that could be of great best to your life. Then number three, Matthew 6:33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God. You see. To trust God for the right partner means that you must be ready to seek God first. Because the Bible says, in him we live. We move and we have our being. So your whole being and your life must be in God. And in him you will find the right partner whose life is also in God. Yes. When you live and you have your being and you move in God, you will find the right partner who also lives and moves and has his being in God. Yes. You know, some years ago, after being in one or two relationships, I said to myself that, no, 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 Ghana girls, cha, 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 Ghana girls, I prefer an Ethiopian girl. I mean, I was young at that time. My brains were young. I need an Ethiopian, oh, no, 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 no. I need some Ethiopian girl. Yes, some Jamaican girl. My perception. Why? Because Jamaicans are like their language. Ethiopian girls are nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then I'll go and marry an Ethiopian girl who will come and do snake soup for me. <laughs> snake stew. Or a China girl who come and do frog stew for me. But when you seek the Lord, it doesn't matter how long Sarah waited. She still gave birth. God will give to you the right person. Any of you are not seeking God. You are seeking pleasure. You are seeking pleasure. You are not interested even in the things. You are not interested in the things of God. You are interested in getting the relationship. Yes. Your entire prayer is not, God, I give myself to you. The entire prayer is, God, a man that I'll give myself to. A woman that I'll give myself to. And I'll die for. Broken heart is not easy. Oh. I remember recently, my, my, father, my father's church at church. He was seriously preaching in the spirit. And the lady got up with the phone. And the lady was walking towards my spiritual father. I've forgotten the guy's name. Said John or said Jerry or something. 
It's a Fred or something. Nothing mentioning the guy's name. Broken hearts. It has affected the lady's mind. It has affected the lady's mind. Shouting Joe, 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 Joe. I feel Joe. Now that you are shouting Joe, Joe has broken your heart. Now Joe, 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 Joe. Charles, man, is it you know? Went to kneel down before my father, pointing the phone. He's preaching something not even related with Joe. But she was in church, broken heart to, to Joe, 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 Joe. Happens when you don't seek God first, but you are seeking what you want first. Yes. You pay the girl's school fees. Uh, the girl finishes school and says that I found another guy. I'll marry you again. This thing happened some years ago when I was in university. I think he came on news and a whole lot of things. Taxi driver paid the girl's fees. Ah, now the girl went to get another guy. In her fourth year. Yes. Now the taxi driver targeted the girl. Saw the girl walking at a point in time. Took knife. Stabbed the girl. When he finished, he stabbed himself too. Yes! These things are happening. So if you are not careful... You might even come across your right partner and you pass by him or pass by her because you were looking elsewhere and you didn't trust yourself to God. So in a relationship, looking for a relationship, trust God for the right partner. I'm speaking to that person that you are in that relationship and you know that this relationship dear to not help me. It's better you end it now and begin to trust God for the right person, and then you have a better life. In the next 10 years, you wouldn't want to be chasing after people just because you want something from them. Don't, don't do it. Don't make that mistake. There are some of you here, the person is nice, the person is beautiful, the person is every good thing, and you know the person is every good thing you can find. But you want someone who, who will jam you. So you, you, you will throw that person away. The person is in a relationship. And you know, yet you are saying, I want this guy. I want this guy with my life. This girl, I must get her. Why? I believe it's high time we bring change to ourselves. In Jesus' name. Finally, I want to say something to you, okay? It is not about having a relationship. But the thing is, how prepared are you to be in a relationship? It's not about rushing into that relationship, but how prepared? Because relationship is it is very, very well. How prepared are you? How prepared are you? Are you prepared? Have you prepared yourself well? That when the quarrels and the attitude and everything starts coming, you say that, yes, I can live by this and stand by this and marry this and marry that. Are you prepared that you'll be defensive? Are you prepared? 
about being in it. How prepared are you? Be pressured. Don't be pressured. You are good alone. God is with you. In the, in the course of time, He will release to you. See, God is taking us somewhere. You see, He's not asleep. He's leading us there. So take your time. And you will have the right relationship, the right partner. In Jesus Christ's name. I pray for you that may God send you the right partner. That right partner. I pray. Oh, I declare that right partner. May the Lord give that right partner to you. Your destiny will not fail for a wrong part with a wrong partner. God will give you that. Oh, I told you, you say an amen. God will give you the right partner. The right partner. I see the right partner. As you entrust yourself into the hands of God, I see God giving you the right partner. My God. My God. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Jesus. Somebody begin to lift your voice and speak in the language of the